A city is sorry for shaming the people for publicly wearing pajamas. Sperm donations from dead men should be allowed, a new study says. And a Japanese billionaire looks for a girlfriend to go to the moon with him. Oh, these are the weird stories for Wednesday. This is Weird AF News. I'm your host, Jonesy. And we're recording from Singapore. Oh, yeah, I get around. I get around. Let's do it. A Chinese city is very sorry for shaming the people for publicly wearing pajamas. In a crackdown on, quote, uncivilized behavior, the eastern Chinese city of Suzhou publicly disclosed the information of seven citizens who went afoul of the dress code. A now-deleted online post on the city's official social, social media accounts publicized the names, headshots, and ID numbers of six women and one man going about their day in colorful pajamas. It also included their places where they committed this crime. <laughs> I can't believe I'm looking at this. Yeah, there's a photo of a woman. They circled her in the photo. They put her name and some other information that I can't read. And I assume a location. And she she looks like she's wearing some pajamas. They look a little more outdoorsy than normal pajamas, but pajamas nonetheless. I guess this is a dress code violation? I mean... This campaign is an example of China's efforts to shape the citizens' seemingly innocuous behavior to carry out its vision of, quote, civilized society and the increasing role of technology in enforcing those rules. Yeah, this is a shame. This is just one of those areas of technology technology where it's just it just it's used as like a control mechanism for your your citizens' behaviors, which is just ugh. I hate when technology is used that way. Officials in Beijing have considered fining people for bearing their torsos in public, and the southern hub of Shenzhen has used facial recognition technology to shame jaywalkers. Ooh, you got shamed, you jaywalker. I wonder if they also send you a ticket in the mail. This is nuts, by the way. Uh, but the Shuzhou government's disclosure of personal information over what citizens wear in public has sparked discussion about the misuse of power in the city of six million people. Uh, I agree. As it should. I mean, you're going you're gonna to shame them like this? Like, put their name out there? First of all, I wouldn't be ashamed if I was caught wearing pajamas in public. But, like, maybe these people are. And they probably don't want their name broadcast everywhere. What if their, like, employer sees it? Oh, I don't know how seriously these people take the uh, you-can't-be-in-public-in-pajamas uh, situation. But if it's taken seriously, then they could get in trouble. They could lose their job. I don't know. Uh, one of the most voted comments on China's Twitter accused the authorities of abusing surveillance technology meant for real criminals. Uh, yeah, this is like a concern for sure because you'd imagine like this is a very powerful technology and so you're going to use it for people wearing pajamas in public? It seems like it seems like a waste of it. Use it for people that are smoking or something like that. It's like, come on, get it together. Use it for real criminals. There's people out there that are committing real crimes. Use it for that. Unbelievable. You know, you can never get away with this in the U.S. where I just see people wearing pajamas in public all the time. I mean, it's it's crazy. People wear pajamas to, like, important events even. Like, no one seems to care. You just wear whatever you want these days, I guess, in the U.S. You can, I mean, I guess in, in China, though, you can't be that comfortable. I don't know what it is. I don't know anything about it. Anybody visited China? Do you guys have any opinion on this? Do you think, like, hey, should you be be able to impose like a dress code on your citizens it seems weird to me in 2020 that you could do this uh 
and then not only that, if they if they break the dress code, like put their photo on blast, put it up on social media, put it on a billboard on the news, like you're gonna make the the news if you wear a bikini to church in China, probably you probably be, maybe you'd be arrested. I'd imagine it seems like some strict stuff going on over there. But I don't know much about it, but like I th- I feel like hey. You know, you should be able to wear some comfortable clothes in public, be it pajamas or, you know, like an Italian leisure suit, whatever it might be. I just flew on a very long flight to Asia. And let me tell you something. I wore the most comfortable stuff that I could ever wear. And I saw people wearing pajamas as well. That was like a thing people were doing, as they should be able to. Oh, yeah. Call the show. 646-450-2012. Call me in your pajamas. Sperm donations from dead men should be allowed. That's what a study says. Yes, they're saying that sperm donations taken from men after they have died should be accepted. This analysis was published in the Journal of Medical Ethics, and it claims that opt-in post-death sperm donations could be a morally permissible way of increasing the stocks available. I assume they mean the sperm stocks? I guess uh, there's a the sperm stocks are falling these days. In 2017, in the UK, 2,345 babies were born after a sperm donation. However, there is a growing shortage of donations around the country because of strict regulations. Ooh, what are these regulations? I know in the US, they really don't accept sperm from men that have certain attributes, such as short people. Yeah, yeah, I'm 5'7". And uh, my research showed that they wouldn't accept my sperm with the five seven. I'm like, why wouldn't you accept my sperm? All right, I have other qualities. Does everybody just have to be tall in their world? Why? You think you think women just want to pick up some sperm from tall guys? No, they want funny people as well. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good with my hands. I can give a good massage. I have other skills. Okay, I can make a great marinara. You know, I'm bringing other stuff to the table here. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, there's strict reg- regulations though in the UK. I had no idea about this. It says here that um, sperm can be collected after death. I don't know that. Did you know that you can take the sperm after death either through electrical stimulation of the prostate gland or through surgery? And it then can be frozen. Well, we all knew about the frozen sperm, the freezing of the eggs. This is a thing that people seem to be doing these days. Everybody wants to freeze their eggs. I had no idea you could take the sperm after death. Hmm. Uh, evidence suggests that sperm harvested from men who have died can still result in viable pregnancies and healthy children even when retrieved up to 48 hours after the death has occurred. Can you imagine, there's a position out there where um, your job is to collect the sperm of dead people uh, by using electrical stimulation of the prostate gland, apparently, of the dead person. Wow, that's a crazy job. Just all day, just making dead guys ejaculate and... Not really ejaculate, but like, you know, you, you, you're taking sperm out of dead guys, let's just say. We'll break it down like that. That's just, it's still very strange. But we're learning a lot here, right? I didn't know this. I didn't know you could retrieve it up to 48 hours after death has occurred. The sperm's still alive. Wow. Fascinating. Well, the people that put out this study, they're saying it's morally acceptable that individuals can donate their tissues to relieve the suffering of, of others in life-enhancing transplants for diseases. We see no reason this cannot be extended to other forms of suffering, such as infertility. So why not make the sperm available of dead guys? Okay, however, this raises questions about consent, family veto. There are concerns about the integrity surrounding the anonymity of the donor. Well, obviously, you got to get the family's. You got to get the family's approval. All right, you can't just be taking 
dead guy sperm from anybody who's dead. You know, that's got to be a thing. It's like the same with the organs, right? You have to have it approved prior to that. Like I got to tell people, I think it's on the back of my driver's license. I say you can take some of these organs, but these other ones you can't. I don't know how it works, but like I know that you got to agree to it prior to death. I'd imagine with the sperm, it's it's the same thing. I don't know what's going on in the U.S. when it comes to sperm banks, but in the U.K., which is what where this article's from, they're having like a, a sperm bank uh, epidemic over there. Um, they're closing down, apparently. And uh, one place, they say, closed its doors fewer than two years after it opened because it stopped receiving donors. Only nine of them signed up after the launch. <laughs> Only nine people. No, no one wants to donate sperm in the U.K.? What are these strict laws over there? Well, since 2005, the law says that sperm donors in the UK must agree that any children born from their donations can contact them when they turn 18. Ooh, maybe that's what's keeping guys from uh, doing this. Yeah, I don't need somebody knocking on my door when they turn 18. (laughs) Or worse, like, I don't know, 12 people over the years just showing up at your door 18 years later. Oh, that 18th year after you donated the sperm, you're like, oh man, it could be any day now somebody could knock on my door. Wow. Yeah, that's the thing. They should probably do away with that so people would be more apt to donate, right? You can't put a clause in there saying, that. oh, yeah, they can just come contact you afterward. It's no problem. Oh, really? But I guess because of a rule like that, um, they're saying that allowing the donations after death could persuade more men to consider becoming donors, which that could, that could be true. You know, You don't want the responsibility of having to face the the human being that was made from your from your DNA. Um, yeah, so after death, I see that. Yeah, okay. I guess it's a nice thing to do. People are dealing with infant, infertility. Why not make your sperm available after you're dead? Kind of weird, though, to get impregnated by the sperm of a dead guy, though. Would you, ladies, ladies, would you be down with that? Or do you think that that's weird? Does it matter to you, like, where the sperm came from? You wouldn't even know, though, right? If you went to the sperm bank, you wouldn't know if the person was dead or alive, right, when you get the sperm. Does it say it on the thing? I have no idea. I have so many questions. We're going to have to call this place to find out what's going on. I'll just end the article with some uh, other fun facts. Legal precedents. In 1997, a woman won the right to be allowed to use her dead husband's sperm. Wow. it's pretty cool. And I think in instances where you're, you know, your your husband dies suddenly, I think you should be able to, like use his sperm, I think that's, I don't know. Um, do you have to get his family's consent as well, though, at that point? Oh, there's so much, this is kind of a crazy thing that we're having to deal with with technology now, but what do you guys think about that? Call the show. You got the number. A Japanese... Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Billionaire looks for a girlfriend to go to the moon with him. Well, good luck with that, buddy. Well, ladies, if you have an interest in space travel, you wish for world peace, you're looking for love. Today's your lucky day. Japanese billionaire Yasaku Mazawa recently announced that he's looking for a female life partner to accompany him on a trip to the moon scheduled for 2023. Crazy. Who is this guy? Yasaka Mazawa. 
He's, he was a college dropout, but he made his fortune by starting Zozotown, which is Japan's largest online fashion retailer. He resigned to focus on training for the upcoming space voyage because he's a total maniac. Uh, what are the requirements? Well, the website says that he's holding a contest. Oh my goodness, he put it on his website. This is like an official contest, for real? I thought this was kind of like a joke. Uh, he's open to single women over the age of 20 who have a bright personality. Yeah, you need a bright personality if you're going to the moon, right? They're always positive. It's tough to be positive if, you go, you know, if you're going to live on the moon, though. I mean, what's up there? Just a bunch of rocks? I mean, how do you stay positive? He also says this person needs to be interested in going into space and able to prepare for this journey. Yeah, no kidding. Okay. He also clarifies that this woman should be someone who wants to live life to the fullest while simultaneously wishing for world peace. What does this world peace have to do with anything? And how do you live life to the fullest if you're up on the moon stranded? There's nothing up there. There's nothing going on up there. You can't play golf. I mean, what are you going to do? You can't see live music. This sounds like a waste of your life to me, but that's just me. The contest seems to be organized by uh, Abima TV, which is making an original documentary on him and his search. And there's a link in this article. You can apply. You can just Google this if you want to apply. Any of you ladies want to be uh, go to the moon with this billionaire? This is a crazy idea, though. I don't think anybody should do this. Just saying. He writes on his website that at the age of 44, he's begun to experience feelings of loneliness and emptiness. Oh, what a great idea then to just put a petition out there to have someone go to the moon with you. If you're feeling loneliness and emptiness, I don't think going to an uninhabited space rock with a stranger is going to be the solution. That's just me. He wants to settle down and love one woman, he says. Settle down on the moon. He wants to take her on the ultimate journey to the freaking moon, which gives a whole new meaning to the phrase, I love you to the moon and back. Oh, then they put down here what he's right, what he wrote on the website. Uh, when I got the offer to go on this program, uh, program, I was first taken over by emotions of embarrassment and pride, and I thought about refusing the offer. The more I thought about it, however, I started to think a chance like this might not come around again. What does he mean? He was offered to go to the moon, and then he decided, well, why not take a girl with me? This is also strange, man. People are so bored, these billionaires. They're just, you got way too much money, man. Way too much time on your hands. Just get it. Just find it. Just stay on Earth. You can't find love on Earth. You're a billionaire. This seems strange to me. I don't know. That's just me. Okay. I mean, if you can't find love and you, you know you're living in a tent in downtown LA, I'm like, okay, I get it. But like, you know, you're a billionaire. Can't find some love. Maybe it happens. I don't think he's trying hard enough to be honest with you. And by the way, taking a lady up to the moon is not going to solve all your love problems. It's just not. It's just not. You're gonna. It's just gonna open up a whole can of worms up there. There's gonna be other love problems up there. There's gonna be problems of all sorts of degrees up there on the moon. I can't even believe this is real, but I clicked on the link. Apparently, it is. <laughs> I'm actually applying. <laughs> I know how to have, have a good time, <laughs> for sure. I can tell. I can crack some moon jokes. I'll be good. I'll be good. I'll actually open up the first comedy club on the moon. How about that? Did you? <laughs> I'm out of my mind. Yeah, for sure. So how about it, ladies? You want to live on the moon with a stranger, even if he's a billionaire? What are you going to do with your money up there? For real. What do you, you can't buy anything up there. There's no stores. I don't understand what you're going to do on the moon. I don't know how this is going to be fulfilling at all. That's just me. Hey, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Weird AF News. I hope you had a laugh. I hope you learned something about the world around you. Please leave a uh, a review if you could. I don't know, like five stars, however many stars you feel like leaving me. I'll take two, three stars. It's all it's all good. Maybe write a little review if you like it. If you don't like it, leave a review as well. I've been getting a ton of them on iTunes, which is like super helpful for uh, 
for my ratings, I believe. Uh, I want to read a couple of them here for you. This review is by Woodruft. He wrote, uh, or she wrote, Great podcast. My wife and I listen every day as Jonesy narrates the day's weird AF news. Friday, Jonesy does Florida Fridays, which is personally my favorite. Listen to this guy. He's funny AF. Ooh, thank you, Woodruft. Spring Villain wrote, Love this podcast. Always funny and a good light way to end the day after listening to the depressing political news all day. My favorite podcast of the day. Thank you, Spring Villain. And yes, do not listen to depressing political news all day. You will get in a bad mood for sure. Uh, CTW33 wrote, Just freaking awesome. Five stars. Jonesy, one of the best working stand-up comedians, shines brightly in this very funny podcast. Ooh, I like that. His take on the irreverent and weird is actually the kind of thing I enjoy listening to in the morning. Check this show out. Wow, that's so sweet. Uh, Own H wrote, Amazing idea. Five stars. This show is genius. So funny and weird, and I love it. Looking forward to more content. Uh, Binkstein wrote my favorite weird day of news is the highlight of my mornings it brings a smile to my face amid all the other crappy news as we are stuck listening to this is the only news podcast that I will actually hit pause for if I need to walk away from a few seconds to lol thanks for brightening up my day well thank you Binkstein for writing an amazing review Uh, Gamer Travis wrote hilarious podcasts are quick snappy and hilarious Jonesy adds his wit and quick humor to spin some of the weirdest stories. Breaking up with 300-year-old pirates, sleeping with ghosts, and home break-ins involving a sucking toe robber. (laughs) Tune in, listen. Stay weird. Teenster1967 wrote, This podcast is just one guy reading actual weird AF news and with a comic spin that leaves you laughing your butt off. He's really relatable. It's pure entertainment. This is a new favorite of mine, and I highly recommend this show to anyone wanting a laugh. Uh, Yeah, so... Those are some reviews on iTunes. You guys can leave a review over on iTunes or Amazon. I think those are the, really the only places to leave them these days. So it would be extremely helpful if you did, but you don't have to. But I appreciate it. It takes a couple of seconds. Uh, you can reach me on the social medias, by the way. You can see that I'm traveling, and I've been putting up some weird content. Uh, today, I visited a very strange vending machine. There's some vending machines over here that are offering odd products that you normally would not see in a vending machine. So uh, that's on my Instagram which is at Funny Jones. And on Twitter, it's at Funny Jones. On Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. You can email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. Send me articles if you feel like it. Lastly, check out my Patreon, p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash weird AF news, where you can get yourself some uh, bonus episodes and be privy to some videos that I've been uploading since I've been traveling. Stuff like that. Pretty cool. You also get to feel like you're part of a little bit of a club over there. It's pretty cool people in there. Yeah, so check out the Patreon and support Weird AF News wherever you go, whatever you do. All right, see you tomorrow. Hey.